Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. The south winds have abated, the bottom water is warming up, and the fluke bite is on again after yet another lengthy pause. Hey, we're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of August 13th and 14th. Okay, well, it was water was down to what, 54, 55 degrees, 56 degrees? The fluke had caps and mittens on, still plenty of flatties being caught, but not as many as there should be out front in the bays. The bays have still been on fire, even though the water back there was pretty much like a bathtub, finding the deeper channels and drop-offs, and they were there, and the blowfish were all over the place, and the triggerfish are all over the place, and the sea bass are still out there on the wrecks, rocks, and reefs. Porgies are showing up, kingfish along the surf. Whoa! And don't forget the bass. Next week, I want to do a segment on frogging because we knocked the snot out of some largemouth in the slop. Frogging time, man. I know guys have been doing it since early July. No, no. August, late August into September is our prime time. Hey, man, the grab is on. Look what they're looking to do to the Hudson Canyon. Remember last week? They just touched on that a little bit. Hmm. Let's make it a marine sanctuary. Or as Jim Hutchinson Jr., managing editor of the Fisherman Magazine, Delaware Bay, New Jersey edition says they want to turn it into a petting zoo. Ed Markowski from the New Jersey Outdoor Alliance coming up on what is happening in the Hudson and why the organization is against the establishment of a marine sanctuary. Because even though they say, oh, yeah, recreational and commercial fishing is going to be allowed and we have to work with the commercials here, people. It's all for a common good, a common purpose. There's no guarantee that it's going to be in the final verbiage. So grab that cup, grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Finn Ritter and Hutch will be joining us. A little later on in the segment, he is a bulldog, pit bull, whatever you want to call it. He bites, does not let go. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Man, a bass bite. Freshwater is hot. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Mentioned uh, briefly last week. Noah wants to, uh, I guess under the Biden administration, it's 30-30 dealio. And I think, I believe it's um, it's done. It's just now some formalities. Make the Hudson Canyon or a big portion thereof a marine sanctuary. Now, I don't think people remember way back, you know, 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, what's happening in California. Marine sanctuary here, marine sanctuary there. Guess what? Oh, fishing, um... Fishing will be allowed when the final verbiage was ratified. No fishing was allowed. It's what may happen here. Again, there's assurances, but no guarantee. There's nothing written in the proposal guaranteeing recreational and commercial fishing. Now you're talking million, multi-million dollar industry really would be affecting, negatively impacting the Jersey Shore communities and uh, boat manufacturers, everything. If this... Uh, if this were to happen, the Jersey Outdoor Alliance uh, shot me a quick release. They are against the formation of a marine sanctuary in Hudson County. Joining us on the line right now, very special guest, good friend of Rack and Radio, good personal friend over many decades, is Ed Markowski, president, New Jersey Outdoor Alliance. And let's uh, flesh this out a little bit. I know members uh, Johnny Toth and uh, Arnie Yorwich were at the was that, meeting back in July up there at Monmouth University, and they said equivocally there was no guarantee that fishing both commercial and recreational will be allowed and you know the uh thing oh yeah it's going to be allowed don't worry about it. it's going to be allowed and that doesn't uh pun intended people hold water how you think well tom that's one of the reasons we took the position we did um we have seen this happen so many times before where they throw something out that isn't really a plan it's a proposal there's no flesh on it um and when we ask questions like uh, what species you're trying to protect? Why do we actually need it? Give us some uh, ideas. Give us some uh, plans as to what you're doing this for. What are the reasons you're doing this for? They were not able to do it. When we said, you know, we need something concrete that uh, guarantees the right for uh, the fishermen, both commercial and recreation, to continue to uh, utilize the canyon in the, in the same manner that we are using, utilizing it today, they weren't able to give us those assurances. Now, right. I know that uh, Representative Pallone came out at the meeting and said that he supported it, and 
I can understand what he did, but we don't support his position at this point because we just don't have enough information. And you pointed out that out in California, we started out with these sanctuaries where fishing was going to be permitted. And as they took root and as the years went by, they became totally off limits to the taking of any species. And so we want to know before we support a plan or, or, or a proposal, we want to see what the proposal actually is. We want meat on the bone. We just don't want somebody to say, oh, we're going to do this and, and just trust us. It, it's going to be good for everybody. No, because we've been burned by Noah too many times before. Exactly. Right. And Ed, here's the thing. Again, why a marine sanctuary? What's, is something wrong out there? What's, well, that's what, what, a question they, we asked, Tom, have... and that's a question we couldn't get the answer to. Why a marine sanctuary? What species are you hoping to protect? And why do these species need protection? Now, if you can give us that information, we'll certainly review it and we'll look at your proposal. But we're not going to support something that at this point in time, it's like trying to build a house and and designing the outside walls and not having a floor plan and say, let's start building a house. No, you get the whole architectural picture before you start with a house. We want to see what your plan is going to be, and and not only that, but why is it necessary? And again, there's no, you know, you know, you want to the, the Hudson County people, as we know, is just a, a a wealth of recreational and commercial fishing. The impact, the negative impact to the economy. Said, I mean, you have you have boats there coming from all over to fish the tuna, the swordfish, you know, the tilefish. It is critical to the economies of the, of the shore communities. Yeah, oh, it, it is, and as much as many hits as our shore communities have taken recently with the economy, we can't afford another hit. And so we, we look at our, our our boats that are going out there, both commercial and recreational, and saying they can't take a reduction in their ability to utilize that canyon. I know, and again, listeners, the fish are in no way uh, what's the term overfished so to speak. I mean, the canyon is just a wealth and it's always been, and it continues to be. And this is again, another, to me, another overreach by the radical enviros, hence the administration in there, down there rather in DC. What's it all about? How much are they going to grab? How much are they going to keep squeezing those of us who believe in the consumptive use of resources, conservation, the wise use of a natural resource? They just want it. They, They just want it stopped. Incrementally, they don't care how long it takes. That anyway, that's my opinion. Yeah, this is just well, scary. That happens to be our opinion too, and that's why we came out against the proposal as it sits right now. And one thing they had, to, I guess, listeners, I guess, uh, this past Monday, uh, the public comment thing. You were allowed to, well, not public comment. You were allowed to uh, uh, send in your comments via email, whatever. From indications I'm hearing. Edwards is kind of scary. It's almost a 50-50 thing. Yeah, yeah, we should do it. Yeah, well, how about this? I was talking to one guy. I almost fell off my chair. Listen to me. He said, well, if only, um, if they just do a portion of it, you know, I wouldn't mind that. Now, the guy's a part-time charter captain, great fisherman, good guy. And he came up with that. And I just looked at him. I said, you know, you ever hear the nose under the tent type thing? Well, they won't do it to the whole canyon. Yeah. And I, I was just, I was blindsided by, by how naive this guy was. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't get it. Sometimes they were our own worst enemies. Well, and that's why, Tommy, we try to get out in front of this issue and let the public know we've got something up on our website with our position. I'm ready to field questions from anyone that has them. The fact that we don't know why they want to do this, uh, it, it just boggles my mind that they're trying to do something that they don't really have a reason or a need to do. All right, Jonas on is Ed Markowski, president of Jersey Outdoor Alliance. Topic is uh, the Hudson Canyon. Uh, the uh, environmentalists in D.C., among them, want to make it a marine sanctuary. Will recreational commercial fishing be allowed? Oh, Yeah. Sort of his head. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. It'll be in the final draft. It'll be, you know, it'll be fine. Yes, but, and there's no guarantee, and we've been blindsided, sandbagged before. Again, as Ed mentioned, California. And what about Hawaii? Look at those. How many square miles off some of the islands you can't fish? Why? Right. Are any of the fish in, in there? 
are, are they in danger or are they what? No, we just, no. we just, we just need a sanctuary. Why? Give us a, over some parts a boat can't even go in. Right. Uh, that's, uh, that's absolutely crazy. And so, uh, how do you think this is going to play out? I think right now, I think we've we've warned our public. We've got enough uh, of the information out there, the lack of information. I think it's up to our uh, federal representatives to remain, um, you know, knowledgeable of the situation and to uh, protect our rights to fish out there. It's up to our 12 individuals in the House of Representatives to keep a handle on this and, and to protect our rights to fish. Uh, in the Hudson Canyon. And Ed, there's no answer to when, when uh, it was asked, well, what about having a fishing representative, commercial and recreational fishing uh, representative on these councils, or however the internal works are going to be? Again, there was no guarantee. There was, there was no, uh, well, you know, this is still in, this is still a work in progress. So that's right. Yeah, if, yeah. if you noticed at that meeting, we asked if they do form that committee that we have at least a seat on that committee. Right. Yeah. There's, Ed, there's too many pitfalls in this. Uh, I just, uh, Unfortunately, for my end and the sources I have, Tommy P, it's, uh, it looks like it's a done deal. It's this 30-30 thing that's coming out, again, from the Biden administration, 30% of this, 30% of that. But there is, listen, there is a possibility it, it may not happen. Pallone, I've known, I have, Frank's been on the show over the years a couple of times. I think in this case, he's moving in lockstep, Ed. You know, he's, he's, he's playing both sides of the fence. He's sitting on the fence here playing both sides. Well, yes, I'm for it, but there has to be this. You know, there has to be mention of represent guaranteed representation on these boards or councils, whatever, and guaranteed uh, fishing for commercial and recreational purposes. But again, where he's where he's sitting, he he's going to win on either way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I. But the trouble is, you, t- you I, I have a problem with taking a position on something that doesn't exist. Exactly right. Ed Markowski. And let's talk, before I let you go, Ed, another uh, quick thing. I was surprised that you mentioned me, and I, I read the bill. I said, this this seems um, this seems kind of crazy here about Pittman-Robertson funds, no more, ta- no, no more tax on ammunition, archery equipment, fishing tackle, whatever, introduced by Republicans, from what I understand, as sort of a tax break. And I don't think the people, as you said, who introduced this, who wrote this, I got to find a bill here with my mound of papers. What were they thinking or not thinking? Okay, let's give the taxpayers a break, but it's a self-imposed tax by sportsmen and sportswomen to fund conservation. Whose head was up? Whose butt? I don't get it. I think what you have, Tom, is the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You had Ah, Republicans during an election year, right, non-presidential election year, trying to pander to a group, the sportsmen and women of the United States, and saying to them, look at what we're doing for you. We're giving you a tax break. We're we're giving you money back. Uh, We collect $1.5 billion a year from this tax, and we're going to give you a break. And they didn't know. Nobody, believe me, nobody that had anything to do with this bill was even alive. Their parents weren't aren't alive. Right. That when this was passed in 1937, and they don't understand how important this was to all of the wildlife in the United States, not just New Jersey. We get 11.4 million dollars from that fund last year alone that goes into uh, keeping our division right. of fish and wildlife going. And I don't think, Tom, that they realized the fact that it was a self-imposed that we said, we want to pay. We want to pay for wildlife management. We want to pay to keep our wildlife management and fish and wildlife agencies funded so they can do their job. What the fortunate thing is with the Safari Club International coming out against it and the letters that we wrote to our 12 congressmen, we see some of the young Republican uh, representatives in the House of Representatives backing off on this bill. So it seems as though we were able to educate them to the fact of, wait a minute, guys, this is a non-starter. We wanted the tax. We want Pittman-Robinson to pay the way to keep fish and wildlife agencies funded to a point of where they can actually make a difference. And so it, it was really strange. It, it, it blindsided me when it came out. And nice, I saw right? who 
were the sponsors of the bills. Usually they're the people that we go to when we need a bill put out or need a bill stopped. That was it. Listeners, HR 8167. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So hopefully that's, uh, that's going to go by the wayside. Well, thanks for joining us at Rack and Fin Radio. Uh, long, hot, dry summer out your way, correct? Long, hot, dry summer. The corn's curling up in the fields. Farmers are having to irrigate. It's been a, a tough year. But, and, and you can notice it looking at the deer herd. It's been a tough year for them. Uh, the, there just isn't the vegetation. As Ed Markowski, president of New Jersey Outdoor Alliance. Ed, give that website, Facebook page, page please. NewJerseyOutdoorAlliance.org. It's a brand new website. We've just started out. When you go there, you'll find our current positions on current issues. The first thing that pops up gives you a chance to read what we're doing and what we're trying to do to preserve the rights of sportsmen and women in New Jersey. And representing 1.2 million sportsmen and sportswomen uh, in, in New Jersey. That is amazing. That is amazing, doing the yeoman's job. And you take care. Best of the family. See you soon. Okay, Tom. Take care. Ed Markowski. Yeah, he's a retired, uh, what, Assistant Chief Bureau of Law Enforcement, Division of Fish and Wildlife. Grab that cup. Grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. What's happening up in Brick Township? Whoa, this could, uh... This could steamroll up and down the beaches. Be right back. Rack and Finn. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. Workers' comp can crush a small business every year. would jump 5, 10, 15, 20% even though there was never any claims. And that's where I was struggling as a growing business. That's Mike Lozier, owner of Gutter Plumber, a small business in New Jersey. A while back, Mike found his workers' comp costs rising. Luckily, he discovered Pi Insurance. From start to finish, it was extremely easy. They quickly came back to me with a plan that was affordable for me. Are you overpaying for workers' comp? Just go to INeedPi.com, share a few details about your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle or hidden fees. Like Mike, we think you'll be glad you did. I'm very happy that I moved over to Pi for my workers' comp so that I can grow my company while not breaking the bank. Find out how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent or get a quote at INeedPi.com. That's INeedPie.com. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Did you take those big down payments? You're darn right I did. Yeah, Anna. He is breaking the laws of Springfield. Springfield, Mitsubishi, Atlantic City. They made it clear. It's a crime to pay more than a dime. Every new Mitsubishi, one dime down. Take them away. And at Springfield Mitsubishi, Atlantic City, ask for credit amnesty. If you bring home $350 a week, you could get up to $25,000 in credit. So, what's the beat on inventory? Other dealers are struggling, but not Springfield Mitsubishi, Atlantic City. 40 new Outlanders in stock now. An entire fleet of new and pre-owned. New Mitsubishis from just seventeen grand. It's a crime to pay more than a dime. Every vehicle, one dime down. At the all-new Springfield Mitsubishi, Atlantic City. In Pleasantville, they service all makes and models. Springfield Mitsubishi AC.com. Springfield Mitsubishi AC.com. New 22 Mirage, 16.4, dine down, 249 a month for 72 months at 3% APR, plus tax tag title to qualified buyers. Here we go. What's the safest bet in town? Another World Series run? Maybe a Super Bowl trophy. Or knowing that at Matt Black Kia, you can drive a new Kia with zero down, zero payments for 90 days, and Matt Black Kia's four-day love it or leave it return policy on every new 2023 new Kia in stock. Don't see your new Matt Black Kia on the lot? Doesn't mean you can't be driving it home tomorrow. Worried about your credit? Forget it. We finance your future, not your past. Why settle for a used vehicle when you 
you could be driving a brand new Kia. Because if you have a job clearing $400 per week, we want to approve you today. All Kias come with a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. And we want your trade. We'll even buy it for cash. It's got to be a Matt Black Kia. Unapproved credit plus applicable taxes and fees. See dealer for details. Not all will qualify. Deferred payment through TFCU. Interest accrues from date of sale. Offers don't combine. Go to MattBlackKiaNJ.com for complete details. Matt Black Kia. 6211 Black Horse Pike. A Harbor Township. And now on Route 37 and Tom's River. There's magic in the world. People will tell you there isn't. Because they just want you to get back to work. And be quiet. And not ask questions. Those people need to call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. When you've seen the magic. And felt the magic. You can no longer deny the magic. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. And now we pause for a word from Charlotte, the junk fairy. A friend is a person who always brings a little magic with them. Be a friend. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Let us give you the magical experience of a home that feels bigger, cleaner, and happier. You'll feel cleaner and happier, too. No extra charge. When our clean, shiny truck arrives, everyone starts clapping because everyone is happy. And that's why they all start dancing. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of August 13th and 14th. Okay, man, surf season is getting closer and closer. Already some great king fishing off the beach, and you're getting some nice fluke off the beach. Don't forget Island Beach State Park, too, with 16 inches up there. You have to stop in and get, you know, the paperwork and all the tag and all that other good stuff. Yeah, but uh, things are happening on the surf as well. Hey, Sea Isle, no shark fishing. Sea Isle City beaches. Remainder of the summer, it seems. Yeah, the... the Towns are uh, worried about, you know, chumming the water, attracting bigger and nastier sharks and what have you. It's uh, another, well, again, as I said in the last segment, sometimes we're our own worst enemies. But uh, something even more ominous. Laid the rest briefly, briefly right now. I mentioned uh, in the trailer last uh, segment about Brick. What is happening in Brick, Brick Township, the Brick Township beaches? Well, of course, if you check the Fisherman Magazine, you are up on all the information. Joining us on the line, very special guest is Jim Hutchinson, Jr., Managing Editor, New Jersey and Delaware Bay Edition of the Fisherman Magazine and Newsman Extraordinaire. I'm talking to Clark Kent, quality cap of Newsman. This guy is it. Something's happening on the brick beaches that could impact up and down the coast, the uh, upcoming surf fishing season. Sorry, Hutch, you're my main man. How's it going, brother? <laughs> <laughs> it's good, Tom. What's, good? What's happening? Hey Clark, hey, Clark Kent was able to dig up everything before he put the cape on, you know, in the telephone booth. Hutch, you're amazing. Yeah. What, uh, Hutch, again, a lot of this is environmental, uh, well, the hoops and everything involved with that. Jim, go uh, go into what is happening in Brick. It's a plant. It's access. Uh, what's endangered? What's happening? Well, First thing I'd, I'd, I'd say is that half of the people listening to your radio program probably don't know what a phone booth is, right? We don't have <laughs> one. So I don't, know where, I don't know where I'm supposed to get changed. But um, listen, you know. You're killing me, Hunt. You're killing me. The Fisherman Magazine has been around for 50 years, right? And this is the stuff that we cover. It's not just the how-to. It's not the where-to. But we've got to stay in, you know, dialed in on the stuff that's happening, you know, from a regulatory basis. So it just so happens that, you know, where I live now, I grew up in, in the south, in the southern part of the state, but I live up in Brick Township now. It came to my attention uh, in mid-July that the township of Brick was looking at revising their beach management plan and their, their beach access rules. And there's this, um, there's this endangered plant that is popping up along many beaches at the Jersey Shore, not just Brick. It's, it's called amaranth, beach, sea beach amaranth, and it's an endangered species that the seeds apparently kind of lay dormant in the sand, even offshore. They'll float around in the, in the ocean, and when there's beach replenishment and they bring up the sand, these seeds come up. Anyway, so I found out that there was some signage that was going to put, be put in Brick Township for those guys who are getting the beach buggies from October through April mm-hmm. just to stay away from these grassy areas. You keep, you know, you know the deal. Anybody yeah. that drives a buggy knows that they're not going to go up on the dunes anyway. 
they're not going to go near the dunes. They're staying in tracks down in the sand. They're not coming up on the dunes. But Brick Township was told that they had to implement this new beach management plan, which that part was fine. Stay away from the signed areas, the roped off areas, wherever this beach, sea beach is, right? Mm -hmm. But then they said, and now we're going to shut down beach access on March 15th as opposed to April 30th. That was kind of a sticking point. So I didn't go speak to the council on July 26th as, as you know, editor of the Fishman. I spoke as a, as a Brick Township resident, resident somebody right. who uses the beaches in the off-season. We were able to get, and I say we because there are about 30 people in there, New Jersey Beach Buggy Association, Berkeley Striper Club, a lot Great. of individuals. And, and we're, 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 we, we've kind of appealed to the, the libertarian values of Brick Township. Um, there's D's and R's on that council, but it's, it's a real, really libertarian-leaning municipality. And we're able to get them to table this plan. But now we're all, and includes the mayor, Mayor John Ducey, has been great. He's been in touch with Congressman Kim, who's in his race against Bob Healy, and because we didn't know what kind of response we were going to get from, from Congress. Um, Menendez and Booker don't want anything to do with this. But the problem is... Oof. This plan is not from Township of Brick. It's from the U.S. Department uh, of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, which is under the Department of Interior. The interior, right. And, right. So what the mayor and council told me, told us, is that if they don't do this, they're going to lose federal beach replenishment funding. Hold on, hold on, Hutch, right there. Oh, isn't that extortion? Yeah. Well, I, or something like I that. got impeached. <laughs> I know a guy who got impeached on the same thing in Ukraine a few years ago. But that's, you know, yeah, you can't Congress Congress votes to give states and municipalities federal funding. And then all of a sudden the U.S. Department of Interior says, no, you can't have the funding until you do this. Boy. So we're working on this. Uh, we as a community, uh, the Brick Council, uh, the mayor, I've been in touch with the congressman. The problem is that. The Conserve Wildlife Foundation of New Jersey is contracted through a cooperative agreement with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to develop endangered beach management plans. Hold a second, so, Hutch. Conserve, what was it? Concerned Wildlife Foundation? Or conserve the, Wildlife the Conserve Wild Conserve Wildlife Foundation of New Jersey, an environmental non-government organization that gets federal funding through grants. They're a 501c3 oh. charitable nonprofit. They're also contracted by the government to come up with beach management plans. Uh -huh. And the guy who's in charge of this has decided that the beach management plan should be rewritten in a township of brick to reduce 45 days of beach buggy access. Now, I've talked to my congressional rep in his office. And I asked, if I elect you and I elect my mayor, I elect my council, I elect my governor, why do I have to acquiesce to somebody who is not elected, not right. appointed? Right. He's a nonprofit who's getting nonprofit charitable donations. The congressman's staff couldn't answer me. I brought the same thing up with Mayor Ducey, who just laughed and shook his head and said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Now, think about this. Now, I want, I want anybody, really, because, again, going back to the Fisherman Magazine, I've seen how this stuff happens over the years. I've been doing this 20 years. If they get Brick Township to succumb to this pressure from the federal government, it's not going to be very hard from that point to get this all the way down the beach, seaside, Long Beach Island, Sea Isle, Ocean City, you name it. Mm -hmm. Whoever has beach buggy access right now, you're going to lose days. All it's going to take is somebody to find this plant or have the potential for this plant to show up. Right. And they're going to restrict it by 45 days. And that's to, to us in this community in Northern Ocean County. That's our fight right now. A plant. A plant. A plant. Yeah. Look, but, we understand. Look, any, right. anybody, a fisherman. Surfcasters understand this. You see somebody, if you're even if you're a walk-on, if you see some knucklehead uh, up on the dunes, running around the dunes, that's the guy who's going to ruin it for all of us. Exactly right. right. So, yeah, so, but nobody drives on the dunes. We don't drive on the dune grasses. We don't drive on the vegetation. We drive on the open beaches. This is this is government overreach, and we're in the process of trying to figure it out. And I'm trying to figure out how a nonprofit has so much power. In government, local and federal, 
and I can't figure it out. Hutch, I had a call from uh, someone we both know very well, uh, basically a powerhouse in the uh, in the fishing industry, asking me the same question. I said, I'll just give the first name, Nick. I said, Nick, I've uh, I've scheduled Hutch to come on and try to, but damned if I can figure it out, damned if he can figure it out. Hutch, this is all behind the scenes going on again. Money's flying everywhere again. They're getting these donations and stuff. And when you see conservation, wildlife, you know, watch the. It's all for the environment. To me, Hutch, in a lot of instances, the pendulum has swung so far the other way. Okay, example, people, cormorants. Cormorants. Were they endangered before? Way back when, DDT, yes. Jim, you can't go to a trout stock pond or stream in a lot, many parts of the state in April because of the cormorants are eating all the trout. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Where it's gone I so far the other of- way. A lot of juvenile fish, like juvenile uh, flounder as well. Cormorants yeah. are eating a lot. Yeah. You know? They're having a problem in New England with uh, with the seal population. You know, that's caused mm-hmm. the great whites to come in, and it's also causing problems with stripers inshore. So, yeah, we, we're kind of a little out of whack. How, how, are, uh, how is this playing out? As you see it, you're, you're on the scenes constantly. Who knows when you sleep, Hutch? Tell you the truth. God bless you. But um, is, is, is this is this a... Re- I mean, is it, could this impact this fall? It's coming up real soon. September is when the snow starts to percolate. Yeah, so that's what we're working on. So, so the Brick Township Council meets twice a month. Pretty functional uh, council, uh, political operation, right? So we had them table it. They, we didn't have them table it. They listened to our appeal, and they said, we're going to table this. We're going to give you guys some an opportunity yeah. to, to figure this out. Uh, I went to the council meeting this past week, and it was not on the agenda. I was able to talk to the mayor again, very cool guy, mm-hmm. and he said he's working on it. So we're waiting for this one nonprofit dude uh, who you know gets his salary from, I don't know, donations. Mm-hmm. He's the mover and shaker. You know, He's the one that we all have to acquiesce to, apparently. He's been on vacation. You know? So he's a bird guy. Uh, he's, been in t- he's been in charge of the beach management plans to protect the birds. Mm-hmm. Not sure... When he got deputized to do plants as well. But what it's going to take is just to ask them, and this is really weird, we have to ask a nonprofit, non government organization, to allow us to help with demarking where these plants are, with, with commitment to working with our community to make sure that nobody is violating you know, the, the rules of, of the road, so to speak, and, and exactly. driving near the dune grasses. All we're asking is do not, under any circumstances, start this 45-day restriction. That's the one that's going to steamroll. That's, they can get through right. a brick township, a libertarian-leaning township. They're going to do it everywhere. It's going to, Jim's going to run, it's going to run right down to the cement ship in Cape May, man. Well, I think really, you mentioned Island Beach before, and maybe a lot of the readers don't use Island Beach, but I'm fearful that this whole thing is once you get all the municipalities on board, that Governor Murphy at that point will have no problem pulling the same trick Boop. at Island Beach State Park. And there you go. And and I have other reasons why that's going to be, and I sound like a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, <laughs> Island Beach has always been 365-day beach access right. for buggies unless a storm or erosion concerns. But this is, this is, this is really, really dangerous. And every look, even if you don't drive on the beaches, you need to be concerned about this. This is overreach and it's 45 days here. It's beach buggies here. It's shark fishermen and sea isle here. Yep. You know, it does not stop. And Hutch and Hutch great ending Hutch in your editorial there, turning the Hudson Canyon into a petting zoo. That's another what's yeah. <laughs> proposed. Yeah. You know? Look, I don't know how dangerous this National Marine Sanctuary plan is at Hudson Canyon. It's the devil's in the details, right? Exactly. They can allow recreational fishing. They can allow commercial fishing. Or they could say it's dangerous and they don't want it. Mm-hmm. And the reason behind the petting zoo is because the people that keep lions and tigers and bears in cages in New York City decided it would be a great idea to expand their reach and turn the Hudson Canyon into a National Marine Sanctuary. It, this stuff, I keep saying it. My my new mantra is that hits keep coming. Yeah, listen, that's what I keep saying. This isn't a chicken little segment. Trust me, the sky is falling. It's happening, and we're seeing it right there. Okay.
Well, Jim, thanks for joining us on uh, listen, very short notice. Hutch is omnipresent. He is there, and he is uh, a fisherman magazine just up there keeping an eye on and looking out for the anglers in New Jersey. Actually, the anglers in ever, everywhere, it seems. Hutch, uh, fisherman.com, that is one hell of a website, brother. I, I, that's, I can't you know, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm on there for hours. Holy God. It's amazing. I, I appreciate that, man, because that's, look, that's where my weekly editor's lot goes in. You know, if you pick up the Fisherman magazine in print, it's in newsstands now. The August edition has a, a Scotty Sevens sheet set on the cover. Uh, you'll see my editor's log in there. Hutch, um, that was there's that, an editorial every week. That was a beast of a sheep set as a little non sequitur. Yeah, Jim, you, you seem to be on this now. You, there's no way to predict how this uh, how this is playing out. Table doesn't mean suspended, as you so eloquently put. Right there, so right. it's it's balls are uh, being juggled in the air as we speak. Correct. If I wasn't a township resident, it'd be a different situation. But I'm connected to this town, and and, and I'm able to go and talk with the council. So no, it's it's tabled. Yeah, they tried to suspend it, but the town attorney reminded them that if they suspended it, it went away. And if they if the vote the new ordinance went away, that our federal funding was going to go. I away. just uh, again, so we're working on extort. I mean, this is this is. This is bullface extortion. You don't do this, man. You're not going to get the money. Oh, geez. not only that, it's being the deals being brokered by somebody who is not elected or appointed by anybody Ex- in the government. That's what's the real sticking point in my craw, Hutch. That's what uh, that's what gets me. Listen, go to the fisherman.com. Check out Hutch's editor's log. As always, Jim, excellent. Thanks for being on top of this, brother. Really appreciate you, man. God bless, man. Take care, Tom. I'll and, see you on Sunday. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way. Yeah. Weak fish, Hutch. Ooh, they're back. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm getting reports on that. Uh, the, hey, if you see the birds flying around and picking at bait, but you don't see anything on the surface, there's something underneath. That's you got probably it. those spike tooths. Hutch, take care, man. Be good. Let's we'll see. Here, Hutch is on it. The Fisherman Magazine is on it. Grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. News. I'm Carmen Roberts. We know more about what the FBI took from former President Trump's home after a judge unsealed the warrant and a list of items. FBI agents seized classified, top secret, and other sensitive documents from the Mar-a-Lago estate, including a set of documents marked as top secret sensitive information. Fox's Jared Halpern. Trump claims he declassified all the documents, but that may not matter depending on whether they violated the Espionage Act. Health Officials say they found the polio virus in New York City's wastewater, suggesting it's circulating in the city. The polio virus can lead to permanent paralysis in the arms and legs and even death in some cases. Health officials are urging unvaccinated New Yorkers to be immunized. Fox's Tanya J. Powers and police in Arlington, Virginia, say a car crashed into a restaurant last night, injuring at least 14 people. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Mostly sunny skies for today with a high of 83. Mainly clear tonight with a low of 60. Partly sunny tomorrow with a high of 84. Cloudy tomorrow night with a shower in places and a low 66. And rather cloudy Monday with a couple of showers and a high 79. On AccuWeather's Gregory Patrick and WPG Talk Radio... 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. That was Jim Hutchinson, Jr., managing editor of New Jersey and Delaware Bay edition of the Fisherman Magazine. People, check out his upcoming, his upcoming, this coming week's editor's log and the one following that the week after. I swear, Hutch, I'm yelling this out to you. You're going to have to go into witness protection, man. I know what you're doing, and he is one tough hombre. Okay, that was all about the beach access. What about what about other places to fish? Don't have a boat? No worries. New Jersey is blessed with an outstanding, it could be better, could be more, a lot of money involved, peer fishing network, peer fishing roster. You have them all the way up there in North Jersey. I like to go to the one there by Kingsburg all the way down. Into southern, into you know Cape May County, you have peer access with some outstanding fishing and crabbing opportunities. Join us on the line right now is a very special guest. 
it's tough to track him down. And you know why? Because he's always fishing. It's Leon Chichinsky. He is the founder and president of Atlantic City Saltwater Anglers Club, which I guess he's going to be present till death, as he told me. It's five years now, going on five years. Outstanding organization. And Leon also started New Jersey Pier Fishing Facebook page just to get people involved. But what is, hey, do we have piers here? You don't have a boat? No worries. We have great fishing available. Leon, yeoman's job on this, brother. Great page, and you opened my eyes to some things I didn't even know existed here. Good, good, good job, Thank Leon. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you. I appreciate that. Leon, pier oh, fishing well, is well, it is so popular now. Uh, the piers I've been hitting now the past well, a couple of years, I mean, in season, very active. The Sharpies know when, for example, the bass, the tog, whatever, when the axe is there, you got some great opportunities here, people. And you go on njfishingwildlife.com. I think they have a uh, area access like pier fishing. And there's all sorts of uh, information there. But the pier fishing page, Leon, is just outstanding. Just, just through the roof, man. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. Uh, you know, I, I only started it a short time ago. Um, I'm thinking maybe about a year ago. And uh, and we are up to uh, fifty seven hundred people on the page, um, and, and I'm getting nothing but positive feedback and uh, a lot of thanks for actually starting it. Um, people are finding out about peers that they never knew existed. Oh, I'm out. Um, oh, I'm one of them, and I'm I'm older than dirt, Leon. <laughs> so <laughs> I found some of these places. Whoa! And then some of the fish we're catching. Whoa! Well, Leon, what oh, well, yeah. what was the catalyst? I mean, you, you had your you have your hands full. You're you're tied up in knots with the saltwater wranglers uh, between your civic work, your fishing, and all that stuff. What made you decide to start New Jersey Pier Fishing? Well, I I just think because uh, you know our piers are public piers, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I realize that uh, uh, you know there's so many people that don't own boats and, and right. maybe don't have the opportunity to get to a good fishing spot. Um, and, and of course, so many that didn't know about, you know, half of these peers. Right. Uh, um, and you know, that's kind of why I started it, you know, give people a, a place that's easy access and, and, you know, they they'll still catch some fish. It's, it's great for everyone, you know, from, from elderly to children right. and, and, it gives everyone a chance to get out there and catch some fish. And Leon, a lot of them, uh, the majority, overwhelming majority, it's no charge. It's just free access. I mean, some of the ones like the Kingsburg Pier, and the, otherwise it's a very nominal fee. Not to make any enemies here, but I get the fuel and whatever people like get that. Leon, you get on a party boat lately? Four-hour party boat? Whoa. Eight, you have a six, yeah. seven-hour party boat? Whoa. Here for five, ten-dollar access, you fish all day. Exactly, exactly. And there's only a few that, that actually charge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the majority of them by far are, are free access. Right. Um, and you know, and we have them from up north all the way, all the way down the coast. You know, right. some are, some are oceanside, some are bayside. And, right. And like I said, so many people had no idea that they even existed. And I'm getting people, you know, thanking me left and right for, sort of turning them on to these peers that aren't even that far away from them. And, exactly. And they had no idea they were there. Yeah. And Leon, uh, yeah, here's the thing. This is from, I'd say, April right through into into December. Uh, maybe into, the, you know, the TOG especially. It's one, especially ones outside or, or in the bay uh, right there by the end. You got fishing, what, six, seven, eight months a year. Exactly. And exactly. plenty of yep. plenty of free parking. It's just a just a great deal. This is pier fishing in New Jersey is alive and well. Uh, Land, what's the name? Of it? Just uh, New Jersey pier fishing page. That's it. That's it. Yep. Okay. Now, question: When is saltwater anglers of Atlantic City? When are you going to have a pier fishing tournament, bro? I'm in on that. Uh, I'm in uh, on that. Yeah. I am the number one Bergal and tiny sea bass pier guy. You gotta have a you got Chichinsky. You have to have a small a small category. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I do have some stuff coming up uh, that people will be very interested as far as a, a pure tournament goes. You know, I don't want to spill the beans yet, sure. but uh, it's coming very soon, and 
you'll you'll be the first guy I tell about it. Lynn, you know, you've been I've known you for for you know, five or six years now. Uh, the soul orangs, you're very civic oriented beach cleanups and stuff like that. Hats off to you on that. I mean, again, it's more listen, this organization more than just fishing, it's getting involved with communities. And Leon, you're doing a great job. You and everybody involved. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We're you know, we're we're always trying to help out, uh, you know, especially Atlantic City as much mm-hmm. as we can. You know, right now we're collecting uh rods and reels that we are gonna do a giveaway um for you know for kids in atlantic city um that will probably yeah that will probably come in the spring um from now till then we're we're just collecting as many rods and reels as we can well leon count me in i'll talk to you off the air i got have some stuff i can i can you know donate easily all all in good working conditions especially for the youngsters oh appreciate that thank you thank you very much now final question before i let you go to When's your next time? Uh, when are you going to be out there? I know you're a night guy. When are you going to be out there on those piers at night? Because people, what, what happens during the day, what happens at night on the piers fish-wise, again, the difference between night and day. Leon, I've seen some big-ass fish caught off the piers at night, bro. And a couple of the ones oh, you yeah. turned me on to. Oh, oh man. You going to be able to get yeah, out there- with your schedule? Oh, yeah. There's some great fish out there. Um, I'll be out there soon. Uh, I may... If I can, I may even get out tonight. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Good for you. Okay, Leon, best of the family. Hope to see you soon, brother. And I'll, I'll call you off the air about those donations. Thank you. It's always a pleasure, man. Uh, okay, I'll uh, give the website for the Atlantic City Saltwater Anglers, bro, or the Facebook page. What do you got? Go, go, go. Uh, Facebook page, just Atlantic City Saltwater Anglers. Go to it. Get some information. If you like what you see, reach out, and I'll tell you all about the club. Okay, right, Leon, you rock. Take care, brother. Thank you. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Yeah, I remember Leon, was five or six years, he was thinking about starting a club. I said, man, that's a lot of work. He said, I know. He said, I'm not afraid of work. Unlike me, work is not my lexicon, people. We know that. We know that. And he uh, started this organization growing slowly but surely. He's uh, He's got a great group there. Atlantic City Salt Water Anglers. Check it out. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich. Saturday morning at 8 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yo, welcome back. Final segment, Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. We're going to August 13th and 14th already. Whoa. Hey, just uh, one announcement. Uh, the Strathmere Fishing Environmental Club is going to be running a fishing tournament for youngsters next Saturday, the 20th. It's a kids' fishing tournament open to youngsters 17 and under. Free admission, okay, for kids. And there's a $1 raffle for all. Registration is 8 a.m., fishing from 9 to 11 a.m., Prescott Avenue Beach there in Strathmere. Now, listen, bring your own rod, your reel, rod reel tackle. Use pyramid sinkers. They're discouraging the use of the bank sinkers. The pyramids dig into the uh, into the sand better in case you get a rolling current there. Participants will receive free bait, T-shirt, hot dogs, and drinks while supplies last. And everyone will get a bag of fish bites. That incredible, incredible bait. Uh, if you prefer to, to purchase, um, you know, squid or live bait, please purchase, uh, see Critter, Mike at Seattle Bait and Tackle, or uh, Cameron there, Boulevard Bait and Tackle. Adults must co- accompany youngsters under 12 years old. Hey, people, no bare feet. You know, who knows what hooks and everything going on. More information, go to strathmerefishing.org. Again, that's going to be next Saturday at Prescott Avenue Beach. Registration is at 8 a.m. Get there. It's free. Get the youngsters involved. The surf is really coming alive, especially our kingfish now. Croakers are showing up. You have flounder in the surf, and you have fish bites. You're going to get fish bites. Those things kick ass. How do I know? People, even I catch fish with them. Put a call. I said, hey, Mike. Yeah, this, I got to get John, man. Announcing this tournament, you guys are donating fish bites. Let's get John Rackenfin to talk about these baits for all. It's Michael Carr, co-owner and 
Director of Marketing and Advertising for Car Specialty Baits, manufacturers of the incredible Fish Bites. Mike, right off the bat, your chartreuse strips. I'm killing the kingfish with a man. I'm probably going to get arrested. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be up there with you. I tell you, Mike, I, I re-up with the Fisherman Magazine. I think it was the AC Boat Show or one of the boat shows in Jersey this past winter. And one of the premiums was a bag of fish bites. I said, ooh, I've never seen these chartreuse fish strips before. Mike, Mary, Mother of God and all the saints, how they catch fish, man. Good job on that. <laughs> and well, Mike, we're glad they're working out for you. And, Mike, now you also have the the uh, new six-inch curly tail grub. I understand that's doing some damage on the flounder, bro. Yeah, those things are a beast. Uh, you know, it's a big bait, got a nice weight, and it swims like crazy. And its little uh, brother, the Dirty Boxer, both of those baits are really doing uh, a lot of damage uh, to the flounder everywhere. And uh, now the, the Dirty box is a five-inch bait, correct? Yeah, it's basically the same shape, slightly different, mm -hmm. but it's a curly tail. And uh, so, yeah, you've got the, you know, you've basically got the two brothers from another mother uh, <laughs> that are doing a lot of damage on uh, flatties everywhere. Well, Mike, uh, you know, you know me with the fish bites, me and the lovely Deemer use them. We use the fish, the, the fishing chunks. We cut them. We catch sea bass from the whole bit. But the fishing strips, Mike, we cut them, you know, trigger fish, porgies. Kingfish, especially off the beaches, and that, and you, you know, you're, you're uh, the, what it called the blood warm alternative. Uh, it's just a win win yeah. all around. These kids are going to be catching fish up the wazoo, man. Yeah, they're going to get wore out, especially well, if if they're biting hard. Yeah, they're going to get wore out. My car, uh, car specialty baits, and I'm, I've known you for many years. The company has always been extremely beyond extremely generous with donations of baits especially for the youngsters and the fishing tournaments i mean hats off to you bro great job we are uh we are thrilled to be a part of it and we appreciate being invited to be a part of it mike listen before i let you go we're up against the the end of the program here give that uh i guess facebook website instagram i don't even know what to do anymore tell us how do people find out more about well, the car baits yeah, well, social media is you can just type in Fish Bites and it should send it to you. We have uh, fishbites.com. That's our website. You can order the baits or just look around and see what we're all about. Uh, and, you know, we're available uh, on Amazon. So we're pretty easy to find nowadays. People, let me tell you something. You want to catch sea bass, porgies, triggers, all that good stuff, uh, this, the fish and chips are good. Just check out the easy clam. Mike, that's got to be outlawed, bro. <laughs> no muss, no fuss, and you, <laughs> fill, and you fill the buckets, man. <laughs> yeah, those clams are deadly. Mike, you take care. Best of everyone. Hey, how's Terry doing? Terry's doing good. Okay, give everybody everyone. down here is doing very good. Hey, are you going to be up here at all this coming? Uh, are you gonna, uh, any distributor shows or boat shows? What's the dealio with you, man? I don't. Uh, I don't know about me personally. I'm sure we'll have a fish bites rep uh, up there of some kind, uh, especially this year or this next year. Uh, now that things have kind of calmed down, yeah. and so uh, we're hoping to be able to make more trips up there. Listeners, fish bites. It works. And listen, don't forget again next Saturday at Strathbeer, Prescott Avenue Beach. Registration eight o'clock. The kids tournament. Uh, Seventeen years and younger. Mike, you take care. Best of everyone. Hope to see you soon, man. All right, you take care. See you, brother. Mike Carr. I remember they had the the one one small booth distributor. Let me check this out. At ICAST, I guess. Next year, same small booth. Third year, woo, double the booth. And then boom, and they really, really took off at all distributors. Fish bites again, very generous. That'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio. Get out there and enjoy beautiful weather. Finally, I didn't mind the heat. Because I'll tell you, as much, this is what my take. My lovely Demer is totally opposite. Give me one week of, of super cold weather for deer hunting, one week super cold weather for ice fishing, one week super cold weather for goose hunting. Then make it 95 and humid the rest of the year. I don't care. But uh, that was the uh, past two weeks, though, man. That was kind of tough, even for a whale like me. Get out there and enjoy. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders and law enforcement. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio.